If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome into Shamai and Kobe Unfiltered. We got, I'm sure I'm Shamai Cook. That's Kobe Washington. And this, we got Mo Gonzalez in the house. How are you guys doing today? Big show today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Doing great tonight. Doing great. Let's get it started. We have a great show today, but let's that's, that's get started. Jam pack. Carson Wentz, he's out of Philly. But he's going to his old coach in Indianapolis. Do you think this is a good trade on Kobe Washington? Uh, I think it's a good trade for the Eagles. I think it's a good trade for the Eagles. You know, Carson Wentz, you know, he he went from NFL MVP, you know, yeah, he tore his ACL, but, you know, he hasn't looked the same since that MVP season, you know, and the Eagles as a team have just fallen off, you know. They've been below 500 the past couple of years, you know. Nick Foles got them farther in the playoffs than Carson Wentz did. And, you know, him going to the Colts, I do think it's going to help, you know, revive his career. You know, he's linking up with the coach he had when he um won the MVP in 2017. You know, he's one of, he's um backed by one of the best offensive lines in the game. They have a ferocious defense. I feel like he has the, the right weapons around him. You know, they have a good running game. You know, we'll just have to see – you know how it plays out. Do I think they'll win the AFC South? No, I don't. I still think the Titans are the better team, but they will be a playoff team. It just depends on how far, you know, Carson can take them. I don't think he'll take them past, like, I don't think he'll take them past a divisional round, you know, because they'll have to end up probably being Buffalo, Kansas City, or Baltimore, even, even that. But yeah, I feel like this was a good trade for the Eagles. You know, it gets them. Uh, more chances to develop Jalen Hurts into a great quarterback. You know, we saw the flashes that he showed last year for the Eagles, almost getting them into the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, we'll just see how it goes. Moss, go ahead. I don't think the Eagles won, but I don't think the Colts won. I don't think there's really a winner because the Eagles only got, what, second and third round pick? That's basically nothing. They give him. They basically give him away. And honestly, I think Carson Wentz is a bad QB in general. These past couple of years showed how bad he is. This year, especially, throws the ball for too long. I don't know, man. And on the coach, I mean, he does have a good old line, but we'll just see how that, how far that takes him. The Colts overpaid for him. That's what they did. They overpaid for him. Carson Wentz was uh, was sacked fifty times, fifty times last season, and uh, <laughs> the last six seasons he's sacked fifty times, over fifty times. Uh, wow. but that's not, you can't, yeah, 
So you can't blame that on him because of the offensive line situation. But yeah, that's an offensive line problem. Holds the ball too long. Oh, it definitely does. <laughs> holds the ball six seconds. Like get get rid of the ball. Like holding it on. Like I mean, but at the same time, could you really blame them? The Eagles receivers, they were always injured. You know, Alshon Jeffrey in and out of the lineup. Deshaun Jackson in and out of the lineup. He never had you know that steady group of receivers. You know, he could really throw the ball to, or even better yet, get separation for him to throw them the ball. You know, they were always covered. So, hey, going we got to see what happens. Going to the cold. Deshaun Watson had no receivers at all. He put up MVP numbers this year. We just don't talk about him because his record. So, I, I, I would put a blame a little on Carson Wentz. But, eh. um, go Going to the Colts was the only place for him to go. For him, if he wanted to be successful, if you want to be honest, because he had success with that, his coach, the coach of the um, uh, Frank Frank Wright, Frank, the coach of the um, the Colts, right, and he was, a, I think, the offensive coordinator in, in Indianapolis. That's why that's how they won the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. he's the offensive coordinator in Indianapolis right now. So I, I think, oh yeah, it, he's offensive coordinator in Indianapolis, not the head coach, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I didn't, I didn't want to mess that up. He needs Carson Wentz. I'm going to give him a chance. But now, what does that put um, Deshaun Watson? Remember, I said I thought he was going to go to Indianapolis. So it's going to be uh, now that we have to take that out of the picture. When Deshaun Watson gets traded, it's going to be a very big day in the NFL. It's going to shock the NFL. I honestly think. I honestly want to see him on a team like San Francisco Chicago, or yeah, or Chicago, you know, a team that, you know, has the, the weapons he could use, but also has a good defense backing it up. You know, and I feel like both situations would be perfect. I'm also hearing, you know, Dolphins, Jets. I don't know. I also heard about um, the Panthers willing to give up Christian McCaffrey for him. So I don't know. We'll just have to see what happens. Right. They should try to keep Christian McCaffrey. Any room for him because they lost all their games. Well, most of their games, less than what, three points, I think. So mm-hmm. he could give them a shot actually win the games. It's time for you to step up as a black quarterback. Step up. Let's go. Um, That's what's gears to basketball. The Brooklyn Nets have recently beaten the LA uh, Clippers for their sixth six straight win. I know Kobe Washington is ready for this debate. Here we go. Uh, they also have beat. Have, they're also they're also five and zero on the road versus your Lakers, the Clippers, the Suns, and the Warriors. Did the Nets prove that they are the team to beat in the in the NBA um, Eastern Conference? Um, Kobe Washington. I believe the Nets are the hottest team in the NBA right now. You know, they're playing great basketball, even without their best player on the floor. You know, Kevin Durant, he's missed. He's been out of the lineup since the Warriors game, if I'm correct. He did not play against the Clippers, the Kings, the Lakers, or the Suns. You know, the fact that they were still able to get wins, especially um, I think it was a 24-point comeback against Phoenix. You know, the way they're able to get wins, the way Kyrie – and James Harden is facilitating that team. You know, Kyrie's letting James Harden really be the point guard of the team. 
You know, he's playing more off ball, which I feel like fits his style more. With with um, James Harden, you know, drawing drawing up a lot of attention. You know, with him being the offensive threat that he is, you know, <clears throat> they're just the hottest team in basketball right now. I do think they will make it out of the East talent-wise. I do not see any team really in the East that is going to challenge them talent-wise, especially on the offensive end of the floor. But like I said, defense wins championships, you know. And I feel like if they run into Philly, you know, Philly could definitely give them some problems. You know, I don't think they have anybody to full-on stop Joel Embiid. We have to see if Ben Simmons decides to take a three-pointer at some point in his career. But I don't think that will happen. But like I said, they are my pick to make it out of the East. I don't see any team offensively in the East competing with them. So I, I don't think it will be a cakewalk for them in the East. But I do see them making it out of the East with rather no problems. Totally. Barring any injuries, I do not – I don't see any team beating them in the East. To- totally disagree. I agree with you, but I totally disagree with you when you said it's not going to be an easy walk. The Nets are beating teams without KD. That's a big – that's a big deal, okay? Okay? KD is a big leader on that Nets squad. Now that he's in – well, he's following COVID protocols – they're putting up a show. James Harden and Kyrie Irving are an excellent combo. Kyrie put on a show every day, every game, every game, averaging 27 points, right? Four rebounds, five assists, and his PR is 24.66, I think, something like that. And Harden, he he was just recent. I think he just got 30, averaging at least 25 uh, points a game, rebound seven. 11 assists, PRs, 24.7. Look at you, sipping your Arizona. You probably don't give it. You don't probably give two, two bananas. I don't. <laughs> but listen, the Nets will be in the NBA Finals. Nets and six. I'm sorry. If, if, if this is a, let me finish. I like you, Kobe you, Washington, not to change people's words. Especially in that Facebook comments is you, that was argue. I don't want to hear that. Uh, okay, you don't don't change my words. I'm saying this. That was argue. I don't want to hear that. You you Shemai, we have quoted you on this show numerous times, calling Kevin Durant the best player in the world. I don't want to hear yes. you saying yes. he is not better than LeBron yes. now. No 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 no. Why no. He, I don't want to hear it from you. No. You stay calling Kevin Durant the best player in the world. Not Kevin Durant is 30. He's doing this. He's doing that. Um, Excuse me. There is a man by the name of LeBron James who is still playing the game of basketball, who is in his 18th season, who is, by the way, fresh off the NBA championship. So please put some respect on LeBron James's name. And until Kevin Durant comes and takes the crown from him, I don't want to hear anything about Kevin Durant being the best player in the world. He is a close second. He is not the best. Okay. Talent-wise, he's almost there. Okay? And you know it. Not Talent-wise, he is a close second. I will never doubt Kevin Durant's talent. Resume. I'm saying I'm saying this repeatedly because, like I said, you like to keep change people's words. But again, I you know let me finish my thought. The Nets will win in six games if the Lakers 
don't have Anthony Davis. Agreed. Period. Point by I think it would be five without I think five without Anthony Davis. And I think uh I don't even think they make it to the finals without Anthony Davis. And if you want me to be honest. You got the Clippers who I think if you want me to be honest, I don't think they make it to the finals without Anthony Davis. But my the Lakers are my pick to meet the Nets in the NBA finals if both teams are healthy come playoff times, no injuries. I expect to see both teams in the NBA finals. Most Gonzalez, take this segment out. What's your point on this? Both team in the NBA, simple. That's all I gotta say. Well, what are they like? Ten and one in their last games above five hundred other teams, right? Something like that. And they literally step up to all the competition. All the competition they face. I mean, they lose to a couple bummy teams, but I feel like they only step up when they really need to, and they do. The Lakers are the so, Nets. Oh, okay. Nets. Oh, they're nuts. That's not yeah. the Lakers because they just lost to Washington. But that's what's getting. <laughs> that was a bad loss. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, so, so was um losing to Detroit too. But okay. That was a bad loss. Hey, hey, y'all lost to the Cavs twice and then let Washington win the game in twelve seconds when y'all was up six. Don't want to hear it. New teams, you can't let that happen. Okay. Even though we're not even gonna see them in the playoffs. So. Great point, great point. All right, a video uh, of Cam Newton was surfacing around the um, social media arguing with a camper uh, um, at his football camp. Um, Take a look at this, take a look. You ass, you're a free agent. You're a free agent, Rich. You're a free agent. You're about to be poor. You're about to be poor. I'm rich. You're about to be poor. I'm rich. You're a free agent. I'm rich. You're a free agent. I'm rich. He's a free agent. Where's your daddy at? Let me talk to your dad. Let me talk to your dad. Where's your dad? You're a free agent. Where's your dad? You're a free agent. You're a free agent. You ass. Talk to him. Let me talk to him. Where's your dad? Where's your pop? You ass. Where's your pop? Where's your um, okay, so what's what was you guys' reaction to this this video, Kobe? What was your reaction to this video of Cam? My reaction to it is um, that kid is highly disrespectful. Um, number one, he's at Cam Newton's camp. Let's put that into perspective. He is at Cam Newton's camp, a camp that Cam Newton paid for, a camp that Cam Newton invited. His team, too. And for him to show up to his camp and, you know, blatantly disrespect Cam like that, you know, that just shows that, you know, the younger generation just has a lack of respect. You know, if I was that kid's parents, I'd be very embarrassed, you know, seeing my kid talk to not only, you know, I feel like Cam will be in the NFL Hall of Fame one day when his career is over. But you got to look at what Cam has come has you know accomplished in his career you know he's been to a super bowl he was the number one pick he is a heisman winner he's also a national champion he's won an nfl mvp he's the all-time leading rusher but in the court by the quarterback position for the carolina panthers cam has done a lot in his career and he deserves the respect that he should rightfully have you know that kid was way out of line um i don't even buy the apology that the kid wrote you know it seemed fixed it just seems it seemed fixed. It just seemed like something that he just wrote just to, you know, get the media off his back. But that kid was completely out of line. Cam deserves much more respect than that. And that's really all I got to say about that. Um, Listen, uh, I totally agree with you. 
Cam Newton, I mean, that child's parents should be ashamed on how they they embarrass them. Because he didn't just embarrass himself. He embarrassed his parents, his family. So you know, think about that. And for him to go to a camp that Cam Newton is running, he's giving you an opportunity, right? As a black quarterback at that. Thank you. One of the best black quarterbacks to ever play the game alongside, I think he's right behind Mike Vick, who I think is the best black quarterback to ever play the game. Okay? Listen, Cam Newton, how he handled it was kind of immature. But what the kid was saying was true. But again, respect starts at home. Where's the respect? He was stating true facts. Right? Cam Newton is a free agent right now. But honestly, saying he's a free agent also still bolsters Cam's argument. He's a He still has NFL teams who want him. That kid has no idea, you know, what it takes to be an NFL player, you know, what it takes to get to the NFL. That kid just sees, you know, a player and just honestly starts talking crap to him without knowing the true facts of what really happened. You know, Cam has a lot left in the tank. Cam has a lot left in the tank, you know, and I feel like the disrespect that, you know, he got from especially a camper who showed up to his camp, you know, like I said, Cam didn't even have to show up to that camp. He could have just said, he could have just had the event, you know, paid off the full event and not even showed up, you know what I mean? But the fact that Cam took out time in his day, probably his busy schedule, you know, to show up and, you know, teach these kids, you know, show these kids what it, what they could, um, you know, possibly be one day, like, that's just sad and disrespectful that you would have the audacity to like try to embarrass him in front of his own camp, you know, that he invited you to, you know what I mean? Like, um, I forgot who it was, but I saw a tweet by one of the NFL players. They said it's a 1% chance, you know, that people make it to the NFL, you know, and, and yeah. And with that, and with that attitude and behavior, you know, I don't think anybody's going to want, a kid like that on their team, oh, especially at especially at the you know college and professional levels. Um, just one more point, and then more if you could end it off. Um, Cam New Cam Newton was what he said when he said I'm rich, but I'm rich. Kind of cocky. They say this to like a kid in high school. Like it's kind of cocky. I understand. But the thing, what he the 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 phrase that that he said that had me. Where's your dad? Where's your dad? Where's your dad? Yes, Cam deserves the right to Cam deserves the right to talk to that kid's parents. Yeah, so that's that's what had me. How he handled it was kind of immature, but how the guy had it was very disrespectful. How the little kid, how the 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 camper had it, disrespectful. More than mm-hmm. that that kid should want to be eight millions. He's at his camp. If he was nationally ranked or one of the best players in the country, I mean, if he knew if he knew he was certified to make it to the NFL, I would agree. I would even agree with it because it's still disrespectful. These kids didn't know how to disrespect the head. I disagree with the little kid. Pay for the camp. He's there on his will. Like that's just a dumb mistake. I mean, I'm he's a fiery player, so. I would expect a fiery reaction. So I, I wouldn't disagree with Cam Newton's take anyway. 
I probably would have said something out the same way, but that kid. We're gonna take a commercial break. Coming up, well, the NFL just recent, uh, recently um, released a list of the top five goats in all sports. Our piano has a big list, and I don't agree with Kobe Washington's. We're gonna debate right after this. Recently, the NFL, NFL.com released a list of best GOATs of all time with Brady at number one, followed by Michael Jordan. Then um, at number two was Wayne uh, Gazzilli. Uh, at number at number four, oh wait, no, no. Number, number, number four was Tiger Woods. Number, number five was Serena Williams. So I asked our panel, uh, who are their goats? Uh, top five goats of all time. I'm gonna start with mine. I said uh, mine was number one, Michael Jordan. Number two, Tom Brady. Number three, Muhammad Ali. Number four, Serena Williams. And number five, Bill Russell. Now Elijah Hargrove could not be here today for the show, but let me read you his list. Matter of fact. Kobe Washington, read up Johnson's <laughs> list, okay? Then we can read his after. Go ahead, Kobe. Read off my list. Yeah, what's your list? Ah, my list. Number one, we have Thomas Brady. Number two, we have Michael Jordan, or was it LeBron? Did I put? I put LeBron first. Yeah, you you put. Okay, the- so number two we have. So number two we have LeBron James. Number three we have Michael Jordan. Number four, I went with Kobe Bryant. And number five, I'm going to go with Serena Williams. Mo West Gonzalez, what's yours? Well, my number one, Tom Brady, greatest athlete ever. Uh, number two, Michael Jordan. Number three, what is it? Oh, Floyd Mayweather. Number four, Babe Ruth. Number five, Usain Bolt. Yep, yep, yep. So, I totally disagree with um, Mr. Washington, okay? All right, so this is Colby's, okay? Colby, I, I like your number one. Explain your number one. Go ahead. Explain your- number one, number one, I went with Tom Brady because the man has played in 10 Super Bowls and he's played in 20 seasons in the NFL. So that means half his career, he's played in the Super Bowl. He's played in the month of February, okay? He's won seven Time. He honestly should have. He honestly should have eight if Bill Belichick ain't sabotaging him in 2017 against the Eagles by not playing Malcolm Butler. But that's another conversation. We're gonna have that for another day. But when you really look at it, Tom Brady. You know his first full year as a starter, he went and won the Super Bowl. They they don't win the next year. Then he goes back to back from the years 2004 all the way to 2014. Tom Brady did not win a Super Bowl, but he had two Super Bowl losses, both to the Giants. Both to the Giants. He comes back. He beats Seattle. He beats Seattle in Super Bowl 49. Doesn't make Super Bowl 50. Has one of the has the greatest Super Bowl comeback of all time 
Super Bowl 51 against the Falcons. He goes back to the Super Bowl. Like I said, loses to the Eagles. Got sabotaged by Belichick, but that's another story. And then the next year, he's back in the Super Bowl. He's right back in it. He beats the Rams. So from so in a five-year period, Brady played in four Super Bowls and won three. He went to three straight. And then not only that, he leaves the team that everybody said, oh, Belichick is the one who did it. Belichick is the one who got him those rings. Brady is done. Brady's old. Brady heard all the noise. He went down to Tampa and absolutely killed the team that everybody was so afraid of, the Kansas City Chiefs. He made them look like puppies. He made them look like babies. They wanted no parts of them. Now, granted, yes, the Chiefs had offensive line problems, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' defense, elite defense just took advantage of that. But at the same time, you cannot knock the play that Tom Brady had. Three touch. What did he have? Three touchdowns, no interceptions the, in the um, Super Bowl. He also yeah. beat, he also beat Drew Brees on the road, Aaron Rodgers on the road, and the reigning Super Bowl champion Chiefs with the reigning Super Bowl MVP, the guy that everybody says is the new goat, Patrick Mahomes. So I have to put Brady. I have to put Brady at number one. You know, he's has the most you know championships in the modern era. You know what I mean? You know, I feel like this is the most talented era for football wise and. You know, he's just the most accomplished player to, you know, even ever played a game. He has more Super Bowls by himself than any franchise does in the entire in the entire NFL. Like, how can you not be the GOAT of your sport? Like, come on. Even before the rings? winning Super in Tampa anyway, so. Like, seven rings, though? And in the first year you go to Tampa, you win a ring? That's That's just crazy. All right, number two. Why do why is LeBron at number two? LeBron James. I put LeBron James at number two because I look at the full body of work. Now we can always talk about, you know, he's lost, you know, six finals. You know, we can all talk about that. But same with Brady, you know, LeBron James has played, you know, in the in the NBA for 18 seasons. Ten of those seasons, he has been in the NBA finals. You know, ten of those seasons, he has willed his team to the NBA Finals, you know, and he's put on performance after performance after performance in the NBA Finals. We're not, we're not going to talk about 2011. That was terrible. We, we ain't going to, we ain't going to mention that. But, but from, but from, from 2012, from 2012 on, you know, from 2012 on, LeBron has been nothing but spectacular in the NBA Finals. You know, he's always gave his teams a winning uh fighting chance at winning you know uh 20 you know we went back to back back to back with the Miami Heat you know then lost to the Spurs in 2014 2015 you know he willed that Cavs team to the finals you know with Kyrie hobbled all playoffs losing Kevin Love in the first round against the Celtics you know even then takes that Warriors team to a six game series you know the next year comes back down 3-1 against the 73-win team, a team that everybody thought is better than Jordan's 72-win team. I don't think so. I do. I think if I think if Jordan's 72-win team were to see that 73-win team, they'll have a field day with them. I don't – I want to I wouldn't necessarily say field day, but I, I'm taking Jordan's team over that Warriors team. They, they, 
I just feel like they just would be better than them. But, you know, then the Ultimate Warriors showed up. Kevin Durant just had been to go to Golden State, make them virtually unbeatable. You know, no team was beating that team. I didn't expect LeBron to, I didn't expect LeBron to beat that team at all. You know, and then, you know, to have to deal with COVID in 2020, you know, still keep the Lakers, you know, a top, top of the float, you know, in tip top shape and get and, you know, get them to a finals after a tragic year. You know, a lot of stuff happened in 2020. You know, it's just simply amazing. You know, 30. He just passed the 35,000 career points, only third, only third NBA player ever to do that. You know, 8,000, 8,000 rebounds, 8,000 career assists, you know, four MVPs, four finals MVPs. Man, I just happen to go. I just got to go with Bron, you know. Bron, he's amazing. He's amazing. You know, led the league in assists last year. He's just one. Of, he's just one of the best to ever do it. Number three, you had Michael Jordan. Why is Michael Jordan behind LeBron James? Michael Jordan is behind LeBron James, in my opinion. I feel like LeBron James's prime was longer. It was. You could say Jordan had the better prime, but Bron had the longer. Bron definitely has the longer prime. I feel like Bron makes his teammates a lot better than Jordan did. You know, Jordan was just Jordan. There was really nobody who could honestly challenge Jordan's team back then. You know, if you really look at it, there was really just nobody who could challenge Jordan's teams. You know, I don't feel like I feel like Jordan. He didn't have to go up against, you know, team a team like the Warriors. You know, he went up. He went up against duos when he had a trio. He always had a trio, you know, but the main the main component was him and Scottie Pippen. They were the nucleus of those teams. You know, they just they just propelled themselves to wins, you know, six championships and six tries. Hey, that's great. That's greatness. But talent wise, I have to take my man LeBron over Jordan. <laughs> oh, number four, you had Kobe Washington. I mean, Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant, you know. I had to put I had to put Kobe up there, you know, RIP Kobe Bryant, you know, one of the greatest, you know, to ever touch a basketball, five championships, you know, a three-peat, one of the a three-peat, you know. It sucks that we, you know, we lost Kobe in such a tragic way. You know, Kobe, he meant so much to the game. It was it's just crazy, you know, to really see that he's not here with us anymore. But Kobe Bryant, definitely, definitely a top three basketball player to ever touch the ball, in my opinion. You know, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, in my opinion, shot maker. You know, he made some difficult, he made some very difficult shots. You know, I feel like he should have had more than one MVP. I feel like he should have had more than one MVP. I feel like he got robbed a few years. Like, I think it was one year Steve Nash got MVP and Kobe was averaging like 35 that season. It's like, come on, man. Oh, so you want to do that? You want to do Okay, when Kevin Durant's averaging 30 and LeBron James is averaging 25. But you, clearly, you get it's yo, all you want to do that. No, no, you know, clearly Kobe was the best player during that time in the NBA. There was nobody better than him. They gave it to Steve Nash because he averaged a double double and was part of the 50 40 90 club. That's why they didn't give it to Kobe. Kobe, Man, that's, a pretty big, that's a pretty big accomplishment. Kobe. Kobe had better numbers, and his team ended up beating Steve Nash's team in the playoffs that year. I feel like, I feel like, honestly, MVP should be at the end of the at the end end of this season, not the regular season. But I see it, it, it's a regular season award. It's a regular season award. It happens, you know. 
But like I said, Kobe, top three basketball player to ever touch a basketball, one of the best shot makers in history. You know, five, like I said, five-time champion, two-time finals MVP. He showed people that he could get it done, you know, without Shaq. You know, a lot of people say that his first three rings came from Shaq. I don't believe that Kobe was still putting in that work. And, you know, he was able to get two more without Shaq, you know, and lead the team to, and lead the team to success by himself. So, like I said, that would be my number four player, my number four um, sports person of all time. And then number five, then we're going to take a commercial break. Number five. Number number five, I went Serena Williams. And reason why I went Serena Williams, I can't you can't go wrong with Serena Williams, you know. The compliment the accomplishments that she has, you know, and I, a commercial she made, a commercial she made. She said a quote she said was when the world starts calling you by your first name, that's how you know you made it. Oh, yeah. And she definitely she definitely made it. I, arguably you could say she's probably the goat of tennis if you want if you could if you want you could argue you could argue make that um you know argument for her you know the accomplishments that she has her name travels everybody knows who Serena Williams is you know she made a stamp for herself in the um in the sports nation so I had to go with Serena okay the list is okay I'll give it a uh if I was to grade it I will give it a, a C plus Okay, lucky you didn't get a, a D minus. But we're gonna take a commercial break, and you're gonna give you an. I should give you an F for putting Bell Russell on. You're gonna hear my list. I should give you an F right after this. Stick around. Explain my list for um, top five goats. Okay, here we go. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before I say mine, I have to say Elijah's. Elijah Hargrove. Gonna be here um, on today. His was number one. His number one was Floyd Mayweather. That's that's a pretty good one. Number two was Tiger Woods. Number three was Tom Brady. Number four was uh, Kobe. And then number five was Serena. So um, that's a decent list. I think Tom Brady should be ahead of uh, Tiger Woods, but that's a good list. I understand the Floyd Mayweather situation. Wait, can he spell GOAT, though? That's the thing. I'm joking. But what he does in the boxing ring, he's undefeated. So I'm going to give him that credit. He's undefeated. Undefeated has never lost anything. Never. Never lost anything. You got to so give him that. You got to give him that. So let's go to my list. Something somewhat – a real list, okay? Let's go to a real list. My number one is the GOAT of all time in basketball. I don't care about no no LeBron James. I don't care about no Bill Russell, who's in my list, so I'm not throwing shade at Bill Russell. Michael Jordan, the best athlete of all time, okay? He spent 10 years, a decade, as the best player in the world. Okay, that's why he's number one. He has never lost in the NBA Finals, six to zero. 
unlike LeBron James, okay? Kobe Washington, number two. My number two was Tom Brady. Coming, He's coming off a Super Bowl win. He's 43 years old. And he has the, like you said, Kobe has the most Super Bowls out of any franchise ever. So I'm going to give give him that. And number three, Muhammad Ali. He had adversity, um, adversity during his whole boxing career. Re- I like that pick. That's a sleeper pick. Yeah, re- I like that. Refusing to go to the army. Um, what he did in his community was amazing. Uh, he uh, what's the name? He had the government coming from him, and like. Yeah, he, everybody coming from. Yeah, yeah, his citizenship taken away. He couldn't box for a while. But I think it's it's not what you just do during your field. It's not what he just did during his field that makes him the GOAT. It's what he did outside. That's what I that's when I'm talking about GOAT overall. Three. Number four, then I said Serena Williams. The best female athlete of all time. I, hands down. I don't care about that. She's uh she's she has uh 20, 23 Grand Slam championships. She has one more to be the um the to be tied with some other female um tennis player. She's gonna get that. Um but that that uh she just needs to step up. She, she had a baby. I understand that. But listen, she hey, so, she's getting she, older. Yeah, she's, she's getting, getting older. older. She's, she's, she's trying to catch up. It catches yeah. up with everybody. Yeah. You know. So, but she but the fact that, you know, like you said, her having a baby, you know, she still performs at a high level. Exactly. Two months pregnant. So that's what makes it even better. Okay. Then my last one was Bill Russell. It's so easy. Eleven time championships. I know you don't care about that since but like I said, he's playing in this in the city of Boston. Okay, in the city of Boston during civil rights movement, during the civil rights movement, okay, uh, he he won two as a player's coach. Uh, that so the adversity that the man came over and getting eleven eleven championships to that franchise, I don't want to hear it. Uh, he des- he deserves to be the in the top five goat list. Okay, Jamal. Yes. You do realize that his whole time winning those championships, he played with four other Hall of Famers, right? Oh, so you, oh, so you want to go there? So you're saying that? It. So you're saying that? Kay, you're saying that Kyrie is not a, uh, a, a future Hall of Famer. You're saying that Dwayne Wade is not a future Hall of Famer. Dwayne Wade Bosch, is definitely a future Hall of Famer. You're saying Chris Bosh is not a future Hall of Famer. What did LeBron yeah, James yeah. play with? You don't think Anthony Davis is a future Hall of Famer? You don't think Rondo is a future Hall of Famer? Rondo is definitely a future Hall of Famer. Tristan Thompson is a future Hall of Famer. No, he's not. Okay, see, LeBron James literally fought for cursing, like, literally went to the Cleveland office and demanded that he get more money. You do realize they're signing the same agent, so of course he's going to look out for his boy. But Tristan Thompson is not a future Hall of Famer, and you know that. Kyrie Irving still has a long way to go before he's even in the future Hall of Fame. Um, discussion. Okay. Discussing. Okay. But I can see where you're going with that. But you are right with Dwayne Wade, Anthony Davis, and Chris Bosh, all future Hall of Famers. But Kyrie Irving and um, Kevin Love, no. Ray John Rondo, yes, but you got to realize, was Rondo the same Rondo from his Boston days? No, he's no. not. No, no. But, but, but he is. He is when he was in the Lakers. He is one. He is one of the smartest players in the league. Is why 
is why he's still playing the game of basketball now. If you want to be on without Rondo, without you, you think Rondo will be on any NBA team right now? Just be completely honest with me. You're right. I, I could see him on the Nets. Yeah, I can see him I on the Nets too. But, but I'm talking about Rondo is one of the smartest basketball players to probably ever touch the to basketball. Ever play the basketball. Yes, like his I court, totally his agree court with that. IQ is unmatched. Like he literally. But like he literally can make defenses do whatever he wants them to do. Yep. But right now, I love what he did in the Without finals. that IQ, Rondo is not on anybody's NBA team without that IQ. Rondo is a great point guard. He is a great floor general. Without that floor general, without that, you know, without that um ability to be a floor general, I do not think Rondo will be playing in today's NBA right now. Okay. And then let me finish my point on Bill Russell. And and uh, my last point was because he, he came over adversity and stuff was playing in the Civil Rights Act. I mean, Civil Rights mm-hmm. Movement, right? And he has a Presidential Medal of Freedom. Show does Michael Jordan does too. So it's just who's really the goat? Who's playing the basketball? It's Michael Jordan's clearly is. But Mo Gonzalez, let's go to your list. Mo Gonzalez. You have the floor. Who is your number one? Your number one was Tom Brady. Explain. All right, before I start, I just want to say longevity plays a huge role in who I think is going to be a GOAT or not. Mm-hmm. So, number wait, one, wait, I got wait, Tom wait. Brady. Wait, Mo, okay, before I start, what do you guys grade my list? Because I gave Kobe a, a C plus. I'd give it a C. You're a C plus. Oh, Okay. Yeah, plus. Okay. What's your reason? About, what's your reason behind that, uh, Moeth? Because I wouldn't put Serena. As I said, I think longevity plays a huge role. If she can't last as long as other athletes can, then I can't put her in there. Okay. Okay. So that that's at least that's at least. Okay. Since Serena's out, that's at least a B plus or a B minus. Uh, let's see, Bill Russell. I, I agree with Kobe on Bill Russell. That's the lightest era, so I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I don't care. I don't care. He's that the most. He has the most. Thank uh, you. Okay. Okay. Uh, Kobe, shut your mouth. Go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Moeth. Then we got to end the show. Your, your list, Moeth, was Tom Brady uh, at number one. Explain. I mean, Tom Brady, go how many Super Bowls? 10, 11, somewhere like that? Oh, he's Seven been- wins. He's done it with a whole nother team. Uh, he's been playing for four. Well, what do you mean now? Like forty-three. So that's <laughs> so yeah. Tom Brady, number one. He's won a Super Bowl, a whole nother team. His first year starting. Um, he played for a while, forty-three, forty-four. So I think he's forty-three right now. Yeah, I he's think forty-three. If you can last as long as you can and dominate like he has, you have to be the goat. Simple. Mm-hmm. That's why if LeBron wins another ring, I, I would put him above MJ. Be honest. Oh. But, Okay. Okay. Uh, I still still got got MJ number two for now until LeBron wins another one. Okay. Yeah. That's why I'm still on edge of putting Michael Jordan because, you know, he played not the best teams. I mean, this team, the teams he played. Are you kidding me? Okay. Who he had? Clyde Drexler? Clyde Drexler? Who the hell? (laughs) All right. Uh, yeah, y'all, bro, y'all pretty much covered MJ. Number three, 
had what Floyd Mayweather, fifty yeah, and oh. Yeah. I would have put Muhammad Ali because you know he could I think he lost how many fights? Like I think two, three. Two, and he two, lost two. to George Foreman or something like yep. that. Oh, uh, well, everybody was scared for his life, though. Everybody thought he was gonna die that game, that that match. Yeah, my grandfather said know, he. Bro. My grandfather said he was crying because he thought he was gonna <laughs> run for his life, like die. I know it was a mismatch. I, mean, yeah. I heard, I heard the stories. I just uh, big losses like that. I wouldn't put in the boat conversation. Uh, number four, Babe Ruth. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hear he was one of the best hitters or the best. On top of that, he was one of the best pitchers. So, I mean, I don't know a lot about him, but I know if he's on many people's top 10, he has to be pretty good. Number five. That's not fair. He didn't play with black players, but go ahead. Number five. I mean, he set records. Understandable, but he didn't didn't play against (laughs) black players, though. Come on. All right. All right. Number five, the fastest man on earth, Usain Bolt. I mean, who literally can compete with that speed? Hand me down. That was a hand me down. That That was the one I didn't think about. Yeah, man. Nobody, I don't think anybody in the world can compete with him right now. Uh, if you're the fastest man in the world, you have to be in that conversation. Simple as that. Um, great point. Great, great point. All right, Moes Gonzalez, I think I will give your list a good, a good, uh, a good B. B minus. A good B minus. His list definitely bad. I think he had the best list because, uh, I totally forgot about Usain Bolt. Um, the reason I gave you some points off, I wouldn't give you an A if you had uh, Babe Ruth, took out Babe Ruth. Because um, <laughs> he didn't play with black players, uh, black baseball. I know, I, I know that. So, but there is a scholarship. I looked into that. There's a scholarship in his name because he was part black, uh, allegedly. But there is a scholarship. <laughs> There's a, actually, it's a scholarship. Look into it. I saw it. I was looking for that. I saw that. I looked it up. Cause I saw, I heard it on first take, um, with Max Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, yeah. And that's a real yeah. thing. That's a like a legit real thing. So that's that's blasphemous. Oh, thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show next week. Next week on the show, we're gonna have a, a legend. I think for all of us here, cause I think we all went yeah, to the right. VH. Oh, I still went to the VHS. But uh, Mo Gonzalez, I know that for sure. The legend, Coach Kevin Moses, is going to be our first guest <laughs> ever right here on the show. It's going to be a great, great show. Can't it's wait. Be a funny show. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. See you next week. Yes, sir. Stay my guys.